Bridge Bank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to the risk takers, the game changers, and the disruptors. Bridge Bank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. Bridge Bank, be bold, venture wisely. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. I'm Alan Monticilio, in for Erica Cruz Guevara, and welcome to The Bay. Local news to keep you rooted. Since 1998, Santa Clara County has had the same sheriff, Lori Smith. But this time, she's not running. So now, two men with very similar names are running to take her place, Kevin Jensen and Bob Johnson. Both of them are promising transparency, reform, and the office badly needs it. Whoever wins will inherit a department dealing with scandals, corruption charges, and mismanagement of the jail system. I've got a reputation of trust, and I'm really hoping to utilize that. Then I think that is going to be a tremendous advantage for me, is having that fresh perspective. Today, the race for sheriff in Santa Clara County. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hi there, I'm Randa Fattah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. Guy, what does the Santa Clara County Sheriff do exactly? So the sheriff provides law enforcement for cities in the county that don't have their own police department. Um, So those roles in some way resemble police officers. Guy Marzarati is a reporter and producer for KQED's Politics and Government Desk based in San Jose. I also spoke with KQED reporter Aditi Bunlamudi. But the most notable job, perhaps, is the department's correction deputies in, in the sheriff's office who work in the county jails. That's where a lot of the controversies surrounding this office have taken place, and the management of the jails are really a focal point for these two candidates running to be sheriff. The sheriff's office, because they handle the jails, they are inadvertently tasked with dealing with people in the county who don't have access to mental health care and end up in the jails. So Santa Clara County, like many other counties in the Bay Area and the country, really, they do have behavioral health care facilities that are supposed to treat 
people with mental illness. But the problem is that many of those institutions are understaffed, under-resourced, and there just is so much more need than there is resources. So often, you know, people who are dealing with mental illness, um, you know, end up on the street or they end up in a place where they're really not getting the treatment that they need and they end up in the jails. No sheriff's office is really properly trained to deal with that. And that has resulted in a lot of scandals that cloud this election. Guy, what is the backdrop to this sheriff's race in Santa Clara County? So I think the most notable thing is that Santa Clara County has not had a new sheriff this century. Current Sheriff Lori Smith was sworn into office on December 15th, 1998. That's a long time ago. The number one song in the country was I'm Your Angel by R. Kelly and Celine Dion. Steve Oy. Young found T.O. In, in the corner of the end zone at Candlestick Park on Monday Night Football the night before. So this is this is a long time for one elected official to have power. At the time, there was a lot of positives with, you know, Lori Smith coming to office. She was the first woman elected sheriff in California history. But now she's really been shrouded by controversy. And that brings kind of the second notable piece of this race. It's not just Lori Smith's longevity. It's also the fact that, you know, she faces an avalanche of controversy related to jails, gun permits and gifts that have really loomed over this race. Yeah, Aditi, I mean, tell me a bit more about that. What kinds of uh, scandals have clouded Sheriff Smith in her office, especially recently? So she's in the middle of a corruption trial. She's facing a series of six corruption charges that really boil down to two issues. One is that there was an alleged quid pro quo scheme to sort of hand out concealed carry weapons permits in exchange for campaign donations like box seats to a San Jose Sharks game or iPads for the sheriff's office. But Santa Clara County is one of the hardest places to get a concealed carry weapons permit. So when this scandal became public and known, um, it was a big deal. The other thing that she is facing is accusations of jail abuse, particularly with people who are incarcerated who are dealing with mental health issues. There are three big cases in which there were people who were experiencing um, mental illness episodes and they were severely injured or killed while in the sheriff's custody. And in the case of Andrew Hogan, a man who was being held in custody, he was experiencing a schizoaffective episode and he severely injured himself. And there's an investigation going on right now which showed that the lieutenant who was in charge that night was not properly disciplined and the sheriff's office shut down an internal affairs investigation um, before anyone was questioned. So Laurie Smith, who has been in this position since 1998, um, is now not on the ballot. Um, so how does the fact that Smith is sort of mired in these scandals, how does that affect this election, even though she's not on the ballot? Like, what does it mean? Oddity? Well, you know, these scandals are pretty prolific. And the fact that they were going on for so long is also a big factor, which I think has brought a lot of attention to how much oversight and how much power the sheriff's office has. And that's why the candidates who are running for this position have been really talking about transparency and how they want to wield this power and what they're going to do to jail reform. 
this election has almost been like, how am I going to be different from Laurie Smith? How am I going to clean up the mess that's been left behind? Right. Both of these candidates are doing everything they can to distance themselves from Laurie Smith. Yeah, let's talk about these two candidates now. But before we dive into each of them individually, I think we need to establish one thing up front, which is that they have very similar names. (laughs) Guy, what are the names of the two candidates for Santa Clara County Sheriff? Okay, let me lay it out. Kevin Jensen, who's a former sheriff's captain, and Bob Johnson, who until recently was Palo Alto's police chief. There's only one letter difference uh, in their last names. And honestly, it's something that can- when I talked to both of the candidates, they both joked about. Like, it's added this other level of, OK, you know, people don't pay attention to this race. You have to get your name out there. Now they also have to take the out of step of making sure voters don't confuse them for their <laughs> opponent. Yeah. So I'm going to probably go with full names for this episode. Let's start with Kevin Jensen, Oddity. Tell me a little bit about him. So it's J-E-N-S-E-N. My opponent is J-O-N-S-E-N, and there's been all kinds of mix-ups. Kevin Jensen worked in the Santa Clara County Sheriff's Office for decades. He retired in 2013 and started running against Sheriff Laurie Smith, his former boss. Ran in 2014, and I I took a backseat in 2018, even though I got 41% in 2014. And he really prides himself on, you know, being from inside the department, knowing how it operates. But more importantly, he says he knows how to fix it. He's also been one of the loudest voices criticizing his former boss, Sheriff Lori Smith. For the last 12 years, I've been calling out bad behavior. I tried internally to do it and I got squashed. And the gun permits and the uh, sharks tickets and things that people know about, honestly, that's bad. But that's not what killed us. What killed us was, I think, power and longevity became more important. Kevin Jensen has said, you know, look, uh, sheriff's office has a lot of power and it's very difficult to wield it. But I know because I've been in Santa Clara County, I've seen how it operates. I've got the trust of the 97 percent of the Deputy Sheriff's Association. But I think it's been been uh, misinterpreted a long time ago that they wanted somebody who's going to give them an easy time. They want accountability, but they want it from somebody that they believe in. What does he say about living conditions for people who are in jail currently, including and especially people with mental illness? He has talked about jail reform. His main thing has been uh, he wants to be transparent. He's talked about wanting to work with oversight committees and wanting to improve the conditions in the jails. Nobody knows the jails any better than I do or the sheriff's office internal aspects since I ran most of those divisions. He said that he is ready and eager to work with the Office of Correctional Law Enforcement Monitoring, or OCLEM. Um, and he's talked about how transparency is, you know, one of the reasons why the department was able to sort of fester these problems, and he's ready to root them out. We're always trying to make improvements, but what we need to do now is understand that Lori Smith said, it's not our fault. We shouldn't have mental ill in the jail. I don't buy that. I believe that we need to fund mental health um, treatment on the front end, inside and outside of the justice system. And he's also said that he's in favor of creating, uh, you know, more behavioral health care facilities where people who do have mental illnesses can get treatment. It's the first part of the incarceration part that is being built with five times more capability in every housing unit for them to get out and get treatment before we had to wait for one room. And these inmates would be sitting there waiting, and you couldn't get out to talk to a mental health professional because we didn't have the facilities. 
I've got a reputation of trust and I'm, I'm really hoping to utilize that. And wouldn't you want someone who's been actually calling it out under severe circumstances when I was working there after I left, I've never stopped. And that's why I'm running. So that's Kevin Jensen, retired sheriff's captain. Now let's talk about his opponent, Bob Johnson. Guy, what is his background? So Bob Johnson's immediate background was he was, until recently, the police chief in Palo Alto. Before that, the police chief in Menlo Park. And then before that, he worked in the L.A. Sheriff's Department. You know, my lineage in public safety goes back quite a ways. So when I was 23, it kind of just seemed natural to go into law enforcement. And that's what I've been doing for the past 36 years, and I still love uh, serving communities. So he has experience both working in a sheriff's office, but then also from a different perspective as a police chief more recently in the Bay Area. So he's a pretty experienced law enforcement official, it seems like. But I I would imagine the fact that he is coming from outside of the department, I would imagine that's a big selling point, right? Like, is he saying, I'm coming in from the outside of the department, I'm going to have new ideas and shake things up? A hundred percent. He's campaigning on reform. And I think that is going to be a tremendous advantage for me is having that fresh perspective and maybe a a wider lens or, you know, a different paradigm on policing. He's, you know, led departments in which he's enacted oversight bodies or community engagement or dealt with, you know, independent monitors in the past. And that kind of experience might inform how he would run the sheriff's department. Bob Johnson told me that he wants to launch a community oversight panel that's composed of residents, business owners, similar to one that he did as as police chief in Palo Alto. Then I also want to create the same type of advisory group inside the organization to really start hearing some of the challenges and what we need to really put in place immediately so we can start moving forward. I think secondly, Bob Johnson is really talking about changing this view as of the sheriff's department as a place in which loyalty and favors are really the top currency. And I think if Kevin Jensen's argument is that he can fix the department because he has specific insider knowledge. Bob Johnson's argument is that it's going to take someone completely from outside of the department to really deliver meaningful change. And I think that's really the value of bringing in somebody from the outside, because I think what happens is you start to feel that you're in a silo when all you're doing is working one organization. Your lens is limited, and sometimes that can be a barrier to progress moving forward. What else does Bob Johnson say about issues like conditions in jails and transparency? I think one thing that stood out to me was Johnson had a lot of maybe out-of-the-box ideas on how to deal um, specifically with the issue of of treatment of, of folks with mental illness in the jails. One of them was, you know, starting an intern program for its aspiring mental health clinicians and psychologists, psychiatrists to kind of increase the mental health staffing that exists at the jails um, in the short term. Maybe we have five student interns under one uh, trained clinician or, or psychologist. That's a great access point to be able to make appointments and not have to wait months to see somebody when they're really having issues that they want to address today. When it comes to the transparency side, I think while Jensen talked about balancing the need for more oversight with also like deputy privacy, Johnson, I think, was more gung ho with the idea of really working uh, with oversight bodies, the Office of Correction Law Enforcement Monitoring. He mentioned the fact that the project manager for that office also happens to be the lead attorney for Palo Alto's independent police auditor. So he has that personal experience working with the auditor. Um, He 
promised a dramatic improvement in that relationship? Yes, it's tough to hear criticism. Yes, it's hard to sometimes implement some of the issues that we need to do. But either way, it's a continual growth. And I think that's only healthy for an organization and a community. Although it's worth noting that while he's been the police chief in Palo Alto, they have both shrunk the role of the police auditor. They got a lot of pushback for that. And then that role has now more recently been expanded. Guy, from a policy standpoint, is there a particular issue where Kevin Jensen and Bob Johnson really clash? Well, one key issue is their views on a new county jail. And this has been something that the county itself has grappled with for, you know, much of this year. Supervisors approved a new jail at the beginning of the year, but then now that process has been kind of put on hold again. When I talked to Johnson and Jensen a couple months ago, they both acknowledged that a new jail was a necessity, that just that the current jail was no longer safe or really, you know, constructed in a way that could deal with the, the current population there. Although I will say Johnson recently was interviewed by the Mercury News and he said that discussions over a new jail should be put on pause. So maybe now as that process has evolved since I spoke to him, that, you know, supervisors have kind of put the brakes on the process. He's kind of aligning himself with them. That might be a little bit of a difference than what Kevin Jensen is talking about, which is really that, you know, we can't delay this jail process any further. It's having enormous cost overruns. He's not saying that, like, you know, discussions about mental health facilities should be scrapped, but more so that, like, in the meantime, we need to move ahead with a new jail. But I will say that neither is really looking at the new jail as like a silver bullet for the really fundamental issue of dealing with people who have severe mental illness through incarceration. What about endorsements? Does that give us a clear idea of where these two stand politically? Yeah. So on the endorsement side, Kevin Jensen has gotten support from Mike Wasserman, who's maybe the more conservative slash moderate member of the Santa Clara County Board of Supervisors. More importantly, he's also gotten endorsements from the unions representing both sheriff deputies and correctional officers. Um, On Bob Johnson's side, he's gotten support from Supervisor Susan Ellenberg, who's kind of on the other end of the spectrum, more progressive member of the Board of Supervisors, along with Supervisor Joe Simidian and a large number of elected officials kind of throughout the South Bay. Aditi, as we look at the campaign so far, what have the biggest points of contention been between these two candidates? Well, what's interesting about this race is that because Sheriff Lori Smith's corruption trial and the allegations against her are sort of like clouding the race, we're starting to see that the uh, firing back and forth between the two candidates um, sort of mirrors some of the language of like the accusations against Sheriff Smith. So, for example, Bob Johnson accused Kevin Jensen of using a quid pro quo scheme to recruit, you know, someone onto his team. Meanwhile, Kevin Jensen accused Bob Johnson of being really close to the sheriff and claims about, you know, Sheriff Lori Smith supporting Bob Johnson. Um, She has not come out to support either candidate. Bob Johnson did receive a $1,000 donation from the Santa Clara County Public Safety Alliance, which was implicated in that whole pay-to-play scheme for concealed carry weapons permits. Um, And so uh, Kevin Jensen sort of pointed to that and was like, look at this, like he's just as corrupt. 
So what's interesting in this race is like we're seeing that kind of language trickling down to the race. Um, and, you know, both candidates are trying to say, I'm not like Sheriff Smith and I'm not going to be like her. You know, that's what's been the discussion between the candidates. I want to go back to where we started here, which is the role of the sheriff in the county. And I have to admit, I just don't think about the sheriff as much as other local positions like the mayor or even now the district attorney. But the sheriff does have a lot of power. Aditi, why does this position matter so much? In California, people who aren't serving uh, a felony um, in a in a state prison, they can vote. People who are in Santa Clara County jails, they, they can vote. But of course, we don't hear from them, you know, as people are going to the polls and getting ready to put their vote in. We're not hearing from what the people in the jails want. You know, the families of the people who have been, you know, severely injured or killed while in custody have said that they want more transparency and that they want a better system to deal with, you know, the issues that are plaguing all correctional institutions. The sheriff has a lot of power. And what happens inside the jails is unknown to us unless the sheriff is willing to work with watchdog officials to, you know, create a system where we understand what's happening. And without that willingness, the jails become this place where we we just don't know what's happening and how people are being treated. And that's a humongous issue. And I would say, Alan, the way that you're talking about the sheriff's office, that's how we used to talk about district attorneys, right? Like, wow, this office has a lot of power. Why is no one paying attention to it? OK, a lot of people are paying attention to it now. I think I would say maybe the risk in a race like this for, for the sheriff's department is it might seem like, oh, finally, people are really paying attention. But I think so much of that is because of Lori Smith. And therefore, so much of the conversation between these two candidates have been, OK, how do I you know, not take luxury box shark tickets? How do I not um, do political favors through gun permits? And maybe at the expense of a real conversation about running the jails, which ultimately I think will define, will define the legacy of whoever wins this race. Aditi, Guy, thanks so much. Thanks for having us. Thank you. That was Aditi Bunlamudi, reporter for KQED, and Guy Marzorati, reporter and producer for KQED's Politics and Government Desk, based in San Jose. For those of you who are voting, I hope filling in your ballot is going okay. I know it's super long and at times complicated. Don't forget to visit our voter guide at kqed.org slash voter guide. And if you want to go deep on the seven statewide ballot propositions, consider listening to PropFest, our collaboration with Bay Curious. You can find that on our feed, and we have a Spotify playlist, too, that I'll share in the show notes. This 40-minute conversation was cut down and edited by producer Maria Eskinka. Erica Cruz Guevara is our regular host. I am the senior editor. Our podcast engagement producer is Cesar Saldana. Our director of podcasts is Jen Tian. And KQED's chief content officer is Holly Kernan. I'm Alan Montecilio, in for Erica Cruz Guevara. Thanks for listening, and have a good weekend. Hi. 
I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey. That's where you go to Sunshine State. But we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's up? I'm Erica Cruz Guevara, the host of The Bay. Donations keep independent journalism alive and healthy. And you support outstanding journalism when you support KQED. So if you haven't yet, check out donate.kqed.org slash podcasts. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcasts with an S.